Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting all about building healthy eating habits. Join me for my live presentation on how to build a healthy habit that sticks. Here's the final part. Sometimes behavior change, you have to have patience for it because it's you're not just dealing with you in a silo, right? You're dealing with you, with all of these people. And it's hard enough the people that live in your immediate home, let alone your extended family, maybe comments from your mother or your sister. You know, there's a lot of challenging things. Have we got a family here? (laughs) They're all like looking at each other like, "Mm." I'm sure you guys are very lovely to each other. (laughs) So as you can see, like there's some things that need to go on. And this is just one example of how you might tackle that habit with your family. But I remember, so my two kids, one of the first grandies, so my daughter's the first granddaughter for both the grandmothers on both sides of the family. And I don't know what happens to grandmothers, but something snaps in their brain and they're like, oh, just give the child all the donuts and the chocolates and everything. Just give them everything they want. And my kids would come back from being at either grandparent's house and they, the things that they'd recite to me, what they've eaten. Now, I'm not a strict food rule nutritionist. And so to them, I'd be like, oh, great, that sounds yum. But in the back of my head, I'm like, why are they eating all of this food? And so the thing is, I have a different relationship with my mother compared to my mother-in-law. My mum and I are really close and I was able to, it was still an awkward conversation to go, do you need to give them all of that stuff? I'm like, just going to the park an apple and a muesli bar would be absolutely adequate for you guys to still have a picnic, have fun, enjoy time together. They don't need to eat all this food. And occasionally, absolutely, buy them a donut or a chocolate milkshake. But it doesn't need to be every single time you see them. Like, don't set up a precedent that this is how it is every time we're with Nan. Because part of teaching kids about healthy eating is actually not about what we say to them about food. It's just about what we model. What do they see every day? What's in front of them every day? That's what they learn about healthy eating. It's not about what we say about food. Anyway, that's a whole another chat. But that was a conversation that I had with my mum. And sure enough, it actually changed quite significantly, which I really respected that mum respected me enough to, to take that feedback on board. Not so much on the other side of the family, but pick your battles, right? <laughs> so... This is a really key thing. So have you might be thinking, oh yeah, I could think of a number of scenarios for me where different people has made healthy choices difficult for me. Did you know that positive reinforcement, not negative consequences, are necessary for permanent change? So rather than beating yourself up when you make a mistake, that's actually going to be counterproductive to you making change. You want to um, reinforce the, the healthy behaviours that you want to do rather than getting cross at yourself when you do a behaviour that you don't want to do. So the example is you enjoy feeling the relief of knowing exactly what is planned for your afternoon snack every day. So you're focusing yourself on that intrinsic reward of that behavior. So this afternoon I had cashew cookie dough balls 
which sound like a very delicious – they were are very delicious, but they're cashews and oats and a bit of peanut butter. I'll um, – the recipe's on the Healthy Eating Hub's website, but I think I've got all your email addresses from the tickets. I can email that out. You just blitz them all up and you put dark chocolate chips in them. So they're just a little bit of chocolate. Anyway, really yummy, but it was nice. That's what I knew I was having for my snack this afternoon. And I knew that it would be late. I'd be late having dinner, so I'll have dinner when I get home tonight. So I'd be really hungry. And surprisingly, they were very satisfying. I had two of those balls and that was planned. They were delicious and yummy, right? And the relief of knowing that was so much better than had I got home with no plan. I, I could have grabbed, you know, one of the you know, the lunchbox chips out of the kids, you know, just, I need something to eat. I just need to grab anything, which is fine if it only happens rarely. But what happens is, is that these habits become really ingrained and we do them all the time. So you want to bring enjoyment into doing the act itself rather than being like, oh, I hate planning. I hate prepping this snack. If you, if you hating the process of your new behavior, you won't repeat it. So don't resent it. Try and think of all the reasons why it's good for you and you want to keep doing it. So that's intrinsic reward, which is finding enjoyment within the behavior itself. Then you have extrinsic reward, which is like, I did really good. So I'm going online shopping tonight and buying myself something fun. I used to do this when my children were small. I'd reward myself with chocolate after they went to bed. At the end of the day, I'd be like, you are alive. <laughs> I fed you. My house, my house is semi-clean. I deserve chocolate right now, right? So that's an extrinsic reward for certain behaviours. So what you can do is say you're working on your afternoon snack routine and you're in the practice phase. So you're in the phase of just repeating the behaviour, right? And it's feeling a bit clunky and it's taking a lot of mental energy because it's unfamiliar, right? To keep reinforcing that behaviour, maybe you could track it on the fridge and then when you've done it seven times buy yourself something I know a client who just put a coin into a jar every time she did a desired behavior and if you're feeling generous you could buy yourself something quite nice by the end of the month if you're putting gold coins in there different things that you can do to just extrinsically reward yourself for doing your desired behavior so yeah put two dollars into a jar every time you successfully do your afternoon snack a week of consistency is $14. All the possibilities of $14, right? <laughs> All right, lastly is prepare for problems. So basically, essentially, you want to go into any kind of change without a perfection mindset. And we're not very good at this as humans. We like to get it right first go and um, we hate failing, but it's just part of the way we learn and we have to embrace the fact that we can't possibly prepare for everything. And we are going to have days when we go back to the old habit or we make a food choice that's less than ideal. It's totally fine. I do it, right? It's, it's absolutely normal. Things that can help overcome that are cues. So when you get really busy, habits often happen because you there's a cue that triggers them to happen. So you can actually create your own cues. It could be like I worked with a client on this snack process with them and half of the days they didn't eat the snack because they literally just forgot. Like they're so mentally fatigued by the end of the day and that habit is so ingrained that they're just not even cognitive. In the door, bags down, rummaging through the cupboard, eating whatever. And then it's not until they've finished that that then later they're like, oh yeah, I had a planned snack, ready to go. Totally forgot. It happens. It happens to the best of us. So 
things, what I said to that client, I'm like, you need some cues to remind you because <laughs> you, they did all the preparation. They were ready to go. They just totally forgot. I just, the brain was tired. So they, I was like, you can put uh, a calendar reminder in your phone or a reminder in your phone, maybe something on your fridge, bunch of different things you can do to help remind yourself that there are <laughs> that your new habit is there for you to practice and that will take some time like I said until you it becomes automatic and something that you just do without thinking about it another thing to remember and I've actually got a podcast episode on this and it's based on some research that they did last year during COVID that shows how stress affects our food choices fascinating paper I did a whole episode on it but basically whenever you're stressed or tired your decision making ability is affected and so it's more easy to go back to ingrained habits particularly if the new habit is is new because when you're stressed all you want is familiar easy and comfortable you don't want hard complicated, unfamiliar. You're like, oh, I don't have time for that. And that's why you default back to either comfort meals that feel really familiar to you or foods that you ate as a child that make you feel good again, right? Because your brain, that's all your brain wants. So different things that you can do are setting cues, putting reminders, popping things up on the fridge, positive affirmations that remind you about what you're trying to do. They can all just help you when you are feeling stressed. But certainly... It helps when you're only doing all of this mental process because we just went through seven principles of change just for afternoon snacking. Imagine trying to do that on every part of your diet. But you could see that if you did do it on every part of your diet, just one at a time, the accumulative effect of all of that change and what that would do, you could do that in a year. Imagine that, one year to just slowly, incrementally change different habits to then get to the end of that year and be like, cool, I actually am eating the way I want to be eating now. All right. Lastly is enjoying the journey. Sometimes we think about healthy eating as being a destination, like we're just going to get there. So I just need to work really hard. Then I'll get there and then I won't have to think about it at all. Healthy eating is, it's a date because it's a daily choice. It's a daily behavior. It's, it's more of a journey that you'll be on forever. Every day you want to be thinking about food. You have to think about food. And so the reason why diets are unsustainable is that they cause you to have to think about food in a really intense, restrictive and stressful way. So if you want to be thinking about food forever, you want to do that in a really sustainable way and start to automate, like we've talked about, some of these behaviours so that they just become part of who you are. This is just a really quick overview of how my online program works over at the Healthy Eating Hub. Essentially what we do is follow this process of learn, apply and practice. So you learn the nutrition principle, then you apply it to your life individually and then you practice it. So it's got a little tracking function in there. So every time you do your habit, you just track it and then it gives you feedback on there. And while you're doing it, you can get then support through the dietitians at the clinic if you want to do that. Thanks for enduring my five-part live presentation on how to build a healthy habit that sticks. If you loved hearing my presentations, please reach out to me on social media and tell me that you want more. I'd love to know what you thought. Otherwise, have a great day, team, and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. 
My Healthy Eating Program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.